just because the NFL season is now firmly in the rearview mirror does not mean the betting season is over. Oh, no, 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 no. There is still plenty of opportunities to put a little something-something on the games. The NBA, college basketball, NHL, yes, golf. No matter what tickles your fancy, there is still plenty of action to whet your appetite. But just remember, where you bet is every bit as important, if not more so, than what you're betting on. That's why I tell my friends to go to mybookie.com. Oh, but my state just approved it. There's a big DraftKings fan duel, whatever. No, 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 no. Johnny come lately's. My bookie has been ahead of the game for years now. And why does that matter? Oh, I don't know. In a million ways. Better lines, better payouts, less rules, you name it. Plus, you get a bonus with me at mybookie.ag. Use promo code ZABE, Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo, and have your deposit matched halfway up to $1,000. Now, make sure you read the rules on payouts regarding bonus wagering. It does require certain levels of wagering to collect your money. But if you just want to bet straight up, you don't want the deposit, you want to make a one-time bet for a million dollars, win it, and then walk away, Fine, you can do that as well. That's a free cash bonus for making your deposit. Use promo code ZABE to claim the offer. Bet, win, and most importantly, get paid with my bookie today. You've heard me talk about Tacovas, the company carrying on all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. Well, longtime listener Jeremy emailed me to say, Zabe, I was on a work trip to Austin, knew about Tacovas from the podcast, stopped into the store. Next thing you know, I've got a damn good pair of boots and I'm looking sharp with a nice buzz to boot. Giddy up. Tacovas believes in Western for all. And you can feel that when you stop in one of their stores and get custom fitted for a new pair of boots. If you can't make it into the store, Tacovas delivers the most premium quality and the most comfortable Western goods right to your door. Visit Tacovas.com. That's T E C O V A S.com and point your toes west. And as a special opportunity for our listeners, Tacovas has said they will throw in one of their best selling trucker hats or ball caps for free into any minimum purchase of $100 at Tacovas.com. Just use promo code ZABE, that's promo code Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo, at checkout. It's a $30 value, and they sell out fast. Only at Tacovas.com. Hey, I got a good one for you. Just talk to my boss, the owner, Mr. T. He is not happy. He's saying if this season goes south, they don't make the playoffs, and this coach, LaFleur, stuck with Joe Barry, there might be wholesale changes in Green Bay next year. Boom. Next thing you know, Glazer's on Fox. He's reporting that, according to sources. Now the heat goes straight to 1,000 degrees. This is the ZabeCast. From the mean streets of McLean, Virginia, to the Harvard of the West, UC Santa Barbara. You got 30 minutes for some honest conversation about sports, life, and more? Well, good. Buckle up, and Let's go. Here we go. Wednesday, December 27, 2023. Thank you for downloading. Yes, even though I am off from radio, I am on for the ZabeCast. And it is right now, now, the most wonderful time 
of the year. What, what do you mean? I've got that post-holiday letdown vibe. How can you be happy right now? Oh, very simple. Very simple. Tis return season. It's the most wonderful time. All that stuff you get to return for money or for store credit or something that your wife or girlfriend or husband or boyfriend said, yeah, nah. Money, money, money coming back to you. It's the happiest season of all. It's the old try it or buy it, try it, and goodbye it. Now listen, for all you amateurs out there, some of us do this all the time. We know the triple-headed thrill of the purchase and the return. You get a thrill in searching out what you want, doing the research online and watching YouTube videos, and then the thrill of it arriving at your door via UPS or FedEx, and then opening it and using it for a little while. And then the biggest dopamine hit that is to come is when you box it up and send it right on back to the manufacturer. Or the retailer, in this case. Every time I think I'm going to get put back on a no-fly list, like Best Buys, and I've been on a real spur of buying things at Best Buy and returning them, I think to myself, nah, I'm not going to get put on a list. It's even worse with my friends at Adorama, Adorama Camera in New York City, but I clearly cannot be on their radar as an abuser because I get notifications from them saying, this is so-and-so, and I'm offering my services to be your personal shopper at Adorama. <laughs> so, for those who are enjoying this week, just uh, soak it all in and enjoy. Hope you had a good Christmas if you celebrate. If not... Uh, Here we go, steamrolling towards New Year's Day, New Year's Eve. I'm going up to see Charge as planned. You've heard about this now trip for a while. The game has not been flexed, so our perfect plan is coming to fruition. This is an elimination game, basically between the Vikings and the Packers. And the Vikings are slight favorites, one and a half point favorites. Uh, They just lost TJ Hawkinson for the rest of the year, torn ACL and MCL on just a missile hit to his knees. Again, this is why the NFL cannot be made safe. All the penalties in the world, all the targeting rules you want to put in there, and I know that targeting is not a thing in the NFL, but I'm sure that day is coming. It's a fucking violent game played at speeds, and with sizes of players that is, it's incomprehensible. So it's going to be a fun New Year's Eve up in Minnesota if I make it to Minnesota. And I'm going to let that be a tease for the end of today's Zadecast. Boo! When do you start teasing on this thing? I'm teasing you now. So what did I get for Christmas? Well, here's what I got. Four things I'll tell you that I got. I got... A Men With The Pot starter kit. For those who follow them on TikTok 
and there's other channels similar to this and other YouTube channels similar to this, it is pretty much videos with a heavy dose of AMSR, which stands for something complicated I don't care to look up and can't remember. That means, you know, very prominent sounds. And these men, these manly men, burly men with beards, go out into the woods to some of the most scenic places you can see. And they plop down a cast iron skillet on top of a man-made fire. Fire. And then they pull out of their backpack all these ingredients for a delicious meal, usually featuring a bodacious hunk of meat, a steak of some sort. And they're really good videos. I personally don't care for anything other than just the meat, basically. But I like the concept of, yes, take a pot, a skillet, a cast iron skillet to get out of the woods, make fire, put skillet on fire, cook meat. Mm, ah, yes. They also have these cool, big ass sort of cleavers, these curved cleaver knives that they cut the meat up with. Shk, shk, shk. Ding, 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 ding. All the AMSR you could possibly want. So I got that. When will I actually go out into the woods to do this? And ideally, it'd be nice to go with a buddy or two, like, hey, let's go out in the woods and cook some meat together. Ooh, weirdo. But I have used the skillet indoors, so there's that. Number two, I got a pair of Tecova's boots from good old Austin, Texas. This is the boot company that you have probably heard about and seen on the TV show Yellowstone. They are an advertiser now with us on the ZabeCast. You're going to be hearing me do spots for them. And I am here to tell you, these boots are amazing. I am not a boot guy. I have said all my life, cowboy boots. What am I going to wrangle something up? They don't seem comfortable to me. People always would say, oh, I have a pair of, you get a pair of well-fit, genuine cowboy boots, they'll be the most comfortable shoes you have. Most comfortable thing you ever put on your feet. And my thinking was, I don't know. Seems kind of tight. Seems kind of like ah, hard to get into them. Seems like they're hot and don't breathe. Let me tell you, all I need now are some dogies to punch and a horse to ride because I've already got my skillet and my knife. But the Tecova's boots are fantastic. I got swoveralls. <laughs> what are swoveralls, you ask? They are overalls that are made out of sweat pant material. I kid you not. Another TikTok purchase. I'm scrolling through, scrolling through. He's going, oh, well, look at that. Now, I've got a pair of genuine denim overalls that my mother-in-law bought for me as soon as my wife and I moved out to this 10-acre mistake here in Western. I mean, 10-acre, beautiful, wonderful, doesn't take me too long to mow all the grass. The taxes aren't too high. Uh, monogamous compound in Western Loudoun County. But I've always wanted something a bit more comfortable, a little bit less hot than that. The whole overall concept works great for yard work. I'm going to use these for yard work. Unlikely to lounge around the house in them, although I could. Um, the yard work portion for these sweat pant overalls called swoveralls, I think is going to be a game changer because I will use them to cut the grass, to weed whack, to just putz around the outside and do some landscaping and whatnot. Perfect. Because when you're wearing, you know, pants, long pants with whatever 
top you're wearing, you get the butt crack go. You get the the, the pull-up, the ride-up with the shirt going on. So this is going to help alleviate that. And the fourth thing I got for Christmas was another six-pack of Coke can-shaped drinking glasses. These are glasses that have a very thin top edge, and they're shaped in the exact size of a 12-ounce Coca-Cola can, and they've got the Coca-Cola logo in raised glass on the outside, but they're perfectly clear. And let me tell you, there is something about filling those with the mini square ice cubes and a tray that I got from Amazon just to make them, fill it to the top, fill it with Diet Coke, maybe a little bit of Captain Morgan, or perhaps the Kraken, or perhaps Southern Comfort. Oh my God, I am in heaven. And that's what I got. That's all I need. I did get my wife a Google Home Nest Max Plus thing display. It's their version of Amazon Alexa. Hey, Google, what's the weather going to be? Hey, Google, show me a recipe for, you know, banana nut muffin. Hey, Google, do this. Here's the problem. It's too complicated. It's too cumbersome. I don't know how to use it, and I'm pretty good at tech stuff. And again, this is what I railed about on this very podcast less than a week ago. I said, we're drowning in settings. We are drowning in how do we get this to do exactly what I want the way I want it to. And I buy another device that is just over-engineered with too much stuff. Hey, you want to make a video call on this? It can do it. You want to play YouTube videos? It can do it. You want it to you want to ask it the weather and have you give it an answer? Sure, it can do it. You want to have it control other parts of your home, other smart devices, and turn on the lights and turn them off at a certain time. It can do that. It can do so many things. Good luck figuring out how to actually work the settings. I wanted to just show a slideshow of photos that is on my, you know, Google Photos drive. Uh, up in the cloud, I finally got it to work, but then it doesn't cycle through them quick enough for my liking. So I'm thinking, all right, this is probably a simple setting. Set slide length to, and then just adjust it. 20 minutes later of futzing through the display itself and the settings and my phone for the app that goes with it. And I said, what am I doing? My wife doesn't even really want this. I bought this because I thought it'd be cool. And then I put my wife's name on it and said, here you go, honey. Look, something you didn't ask for, you really don't need. Guess what? It's going back to. All right, let's talk some football. Miami-Dallas was the game of the weekend, if you ask me. And there was two incredible images in this thrilling last-second victory by the Dolphins that stick out to me. One was of kicker Jason Sanders, who was absolute money, the New Mexico product, who has struggled on deep kicks in the last couple of years, but he is coming on now. He made, what, a 56, a 52, a 54, and then the game winner. Actually, he made five kicks, so he made three of them over 50 yards. And after he made the game-winning kick, of course, he got lifted up by his teammates, and he starts doing the finger-counting. With what was even more perfect was you could see his eyes going along with it. He's like, one, two, three, sort of the fake confused. How many did I just make there to win the game? I'm a kicking nerd, as you guys know. And so therefore, I love it when kickers have great days. 
And this was a great day for Sanders. They needed every one of those, obviously, and was money from deep range. Maybe we should rethink Mr. X's comments about, well, you know, anyone could, making a 50-yarder is not hard. Today in the NFL, making 50-yarders is not hard. For not just the best of the best, like Justin Tucker, but we're talking, you know, uh, Brandon Aubrey down there in Dallas, and now Sanders is connecting from deep. It's a deep bombers league when it comes to kickers. And this is after the NFL tried to make it harder on kickers by introducing the so-called K ball, the special kicking ball that was to be kept to the side that was not allowed to be worked on by the kickers themselves, squished on the ends, roughed up excessively. These guys are just good. They are athletes. I know the joke is, well, you're the place kicker, not the mascot, right? King of the Hill, don't let them tease you too much. Remember, you're the place kicker. You're the mascot, not the kicker. Here. I think I got that bite right here. Now, don't let them tease you too much. Remember, you're the mascot, not the place kicker. So I loved Sanders being lifted up on the field, counting his kicks. And I also loved the videos of him in the locker room getting the huzzah, huzzah from the players. The other image I loved so much was of a young boy, probably about 10 or 11 years old, in absolute distraught tears at the late touchdown the Cowboys scored on fourth and goal by Brandon Cooks. They showed him, and he was just like, "Uh, but how can they call that? Because on the previous fourth and goal, they called pass interference on Miami. And there was actually two potential calls for P.I. And maybe it was a bit of a makeup because they missed safety to Sean Elliott pantsing CeeDee Lamb on a previous play. And so they called it. And I remarked when they sh- had the video on Fox, I said, it is. it warms my heart that football and sports can still evoke this emotion in kids, in little boys of this age. Because we are living in a world in which our stupid phones and devices are threatening to just make everything else like, oh, what? I don't even care. That there is still a generation distraught over their team either losing or potentially losing. He thought his team was going to lose because of that call, and he was so upset about it. I got a ton of retweets, a ton of comments off of that tweet, and that also warmed my heart that so many other people agreed with me on that. So those were the two best images, I thought, from that game. The game itself, though, of course, had a lot of bullshit in it, mostly these roughing fouls. I mean, there was two of them that were really just, you ask yourself, are we still playing football? Micah Parsons got his first one of the year because he dared to bump Tua in the back a split second after he'd released the pass and because it kind of looked bad because he kind of used his forearm and because that ass wipe, Sean Hockley, who I hate, you got a long way to be your kid, your dad, kid. You got a long way to be easy Ed, Ed Ed Hockley, he uh, calls personal foul on that. Parsons has not gotten a late hit or roughing the passer all year, so he knows when to pull up. He was irate, and and I I think appropriately so. The other one was the third and 11, as the Cowboys are backed up on their own minus five. Christian Wilkins lands on Dak Prescott a second after he releases the ball. 
puts his arms out like he is body surfing to go, hey, whoa, look at this. I'm not trying to land on him. Gets the flag anyway. They review it. or They don't review it, but the replays on TV show that Dak kind of put his arm around Wilkins and pulled him closer and pulled him onto him to get the big bailout call on third and 11 deep in their own territory. It's, it's bullshit. It really makes you as a fan. It makes me as a fan say, why am I watching this league? In part, because it's still the best thing going, despite the fact there's shit in there that drives you crazy. The state of the NFL is teams pass all the time and they continue to tighten the rules. Pass rushers are pulling up all the time. This is all I see now is, oh, that quarterback would have been so crushed about five, six years ago. But instead, the pass rusher knows he's not going to get there. The ball's out. And so he just pulls up and taps the guy or just doesn't touch him at all. And that used to be the penalty for, oh, you want to hold on to the ball for a full four seconds instead of 2.5 and find that one last guy breaking free over the middle? Great. You're going to pay for it. Now the quarterbacks don't pay. And yet, I believe I heard the stat that with... uh, the last, uh, forget who was the newest starter this past week. And we're going to have another one. Jacoby Brissett's going to start for the Commanders. That's a different story. Uh, but I think we've had 58 starting quarterbacks this year. And I think last year the number was 62. And I'm not even sure that's a record because it might have been 68 starting quarterbacks in one of the years prior. Just think about that. 60. Four quarterbacks starting a game means every team has started at least two. And if they haven't started two, there's probably, I think, a dozen teams that maybe have only had one quarterback all year. Then for those dozen teams, there's 12 of them who have started three or more this year. And yet the league keeps on layering in rules. And then to make it even worse is all these on the line of scrimmage, off the line of scrimmage, Onside, offside, movement stuff. Nobody cares, NFL. I wish the league would say, we are not looking to call penalties. We want our referees to call penalties that are obvious and, most importantly, have a clear advantage to the team committing the penalty. In other words, I'd like for the NFL to eliminate the so-called administrative state of the league and really pare down the rule book, but that does not seem like it's happening. And then replay makes it, even 10 times worse because everything is microscoped. We get super slow-mo angles, multiple angles on every play, every hold, every pass interference, every roughing call, and we never used to have that. But what am I going to do? Not watch the NFL? I didn't watch any NBA on Christmas Day, even the Bucks. You know why? Because there's NBA from now. There's NBA so far into the winter and into the spring I just, no, I don't need it on Christmas Day. Not when there's football. Speaking of which, the NFL is really starting to piss on the mailbox post like a dog that is Christmas. The NFL has had more Christmas Day or Christmas Eve games in the last six years than they have had, I think, in the last 40 before that. They are getting aggressive. They are saying, I'll drink your milkshake, NBA. I'll drink it up. And they're doing it more and more. 
they could, in theory, have Christmas Day or Christmas Eve games pretty much on five of the seven years in any given cycle. It's only when Christmas is going to land right smack dab in the middle of the week, Tuesday or Wednesday, that they can't and won't have <clears throat> won't have games on Christmas. So I, I don't know what to do about the NFL. It frustrates the shit out of you, but there's nothing quite like it. Oh, and you're going to pay as well. A lot of people bitching about Peacock, Amazon Prime saying, come on, NFL, I'm not subscribing to seven things just to watch all your games. Oh, but you are and you will. And if not, then in the great immortal line of one Danny Noonan in Caddyshack, oh, well, then you're not getting no Coke. It's that simple. I do resent that Peacock presented it as Peacock has a present for you. Two games on Christmas. That's not a present. We have to pay. We have to subscribe. That's not how presents work. Do you even peasant bro? Peasant? Do you even present bro? Peacock? Then we had the commercial free fourth quarter, which, to be honest, felt a lot like a normal fourth quarter. There was still a long pause between extra points and the ensuing kickoff to the point where they went to the booth for just sort of time killing, or they went back to the studio for time killing. And with replay and with referees walking around, sorting out penalties, looking like old men who have lost their glasses, I don't think the problem is necessarily in the commercials. Let's take a quick break. When we come back, fire Joe Barry. Well, duh. What's taking so long and why is it apparently not going to happen this year, no matter what? You are listening to the ZabeCast. Just because the NFL season is now firmly in the rearview mirror does not mean the betting season is over. Oh, no, 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 no. There is still plenty of opportunities to put a little something-something on the games. The NBA, college basketball, NHL, yes, golf. No matter what tickles your fancy, there is still plenty of action to whet your appetite. But just remember, where you bet is every bit as important, if not more so, than what you're betting on. That's why I tell my friends to go to mybookie.com. A-G. Oh, but my state just approved it. There's a big DraftKings fan duel, whatever. No, 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 no. Johnny come latelys. My bookie has been ahead of the game for years now. And why does that matter? Oh, I don't know. In a million ways. Better lines, better payouts, less rules, you name it. Plus, you get a bonus with me at mybookie.ag. Use promo code ZABE, Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo, and have your deposit matched halfway up to $1,000. Now, make sure you read the rules on payouts regarding bonus wagering. It does require certain levels of wagering to collect your money. But if you just want to bet straight up, you don't want the deposit, you want to make a one-time bet for a million dollars, win it, and then walk away, Fine, you can do that as well. That's a free cash bonus for making your deposit. Use promo code ZABE to claim the offer. Bet, win, and most importantly, get paid with my bookie today. If 2024 is the year you're jetting off to a new country, or even just want to expand your language skills beyond English, then I urge you to check out 
Rosetta Stone today. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program for over 30 years. Why? Because it works. Instead of drilling vocabulary words, with Rosetta Stone, you learn by matching audio from native speakers to visuals, reading stories, participating in dialogues, and other practical language skills that fast track your ability to communicate fluently. Not only is it a more effective way to learn, it's more fun. Rosetta Stone's advanced voice recognition technology gives you feedback on how well you pronounce words. Other language learning apps use speech recognition to detect what you said. Rosetta Stone tells you how well you said it. Rosetta Stone offers 25 languages with lessons available on your computer, phone, or tablet. And with a lifetime membership, you get forever access to all the lessons for all the languages and never pay a renewal fee. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, ZabeCast listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash today. You know, we're driven by the search for better. When it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't help you just hire faster. 93% of employers agree. Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. This according to a recent Indeed survey. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash Zabe. Just go to Indeed.com slash Zabe right now and support the show by saying you heard about it right here on this podcast. Indeed.com slash Zabe. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. All right, we're back. The Packers escaped Carolina, but not until Joe Barry and his defense made one Bryce Young have a career game. Stop me if if you've heard this before. Three straight weeks now, he has allowed an opposing quarterback to have the best game of their season. And in this case, for Bryce Young, the struggling rookie, it's the best game of his career. Why has he not been fired yet? Why was he allowed to get back on the plane? Again, because the Packers are the nice franchise. And so they have no owner to say to the coach, if you want to keep this guy who stinks, then guess what? I'm going to leak. This is how it works with teams who have owners. The owner meets with the coach to say, I don't know, coach. The defense looks like shit and your coordinator, I don't get it. You sure you want to keep him? Coach says, yeah, yes, yes, Mr. Billionaire. I really think he's doing a good job, and we're going to get better. Promise. And the owner says, oh, you that sure, huh? Yeah. Okay, well, I'll leave it up to you then, but it better get better. And then the coach walks out of the meeting, and he's going, fuck. This billionaire, who is prone to doing impulsive billionaire things, might decide that we all need to go. So... 
I don't know if I want to keep this guy or not. That's the kind of pressure. And it's not always good pressure because you don't want a David Tepper and you don't want a uh, Mark Davis or a Dan Snyder, thank God he's gone, making completely impulsive, completely irrational decisions. But the way it works with franchises who do have an owner, not the childless or the uh, ownerless uh, children, the what do I call the Packers fans, us Packer fans now, I should say. We are the chosen ones, the chosen children of the ownerless franchise. It'll never exist again in the NFL. This doesn't exist in Green Bay. You're allowed to be excessively nice, excessively stubborn, and not feel the heat because there's no billionaire with a yacht who is saying, what the fuck are we doing? And I kind of wish in this case there was one. Just for, just for once, I would like one. Because what would happen with another team would be this. This billionaire owner would then reach out via his proxies to high-profile reporter X, whoever it may be, Jay Glazer, Adam Shifty Schefter, Ian Rappapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapap
got a neck stinger the week before when he won the game in Seattle. Then they lost to the Buccaneers at home the following week when LaFleur decided to kick a field goal down eight late in the fourth quarter on fourth and goal from the seven instead of letting Rodgers go be Rodgers. The next year, they lost by one. Excuse me, last year they lost to one-armed Jimmy Garoppolo at home and the Niners in four-degree Lambeau weather with a special teams unit that had stunk up the entire stadium all year long that many people said, you got to fire Mo Drayton. This unit is a disaster. Fire him. Like he's a special teams coach. Trust me. Oh, what good's that going to do? Okay. Don't do it. Fuck around and see what happens. Next thing you know, Haloti Mafunga, or whatever his name is, pump, pump, double thump, touchdown, Niners. Oh, shit. We're in big trouble. They lose. All because LaFleur didn't want to fire. Mo Drayton, who was fired in the offseason. Too late. Next year, riding a four-game win streak, and you have a win-and-get-in game at home against the Lions, who had no motivation to play at that point because they saw the results from earlier in the day. This is Sunday night, week 18, at home, and the Packers and LaFleur lose 20-16. to Dan Campbell was a maestro in that game, which kind of set the tone for this year as they have now conquered the North. I went to a write-up on the grades from that game a year ago. Here's what a Detroit Lions blog said about coaching, given a grade. A plus. What a masterful performance from the Lions coaching staff. Not only was this an absolute clinic on how to keep your team motivated despite getting kicked out of the playoffs, but several coaching decisions in the game helped the Lions clinch this game. Twice the team went for it on a fourth down when others probably wouldn't. The first, they were down 16-13, facing a fourth and two at the Packers' 25. Instead, they opt out of the 42-yard field goal and go for the go-ahead touchdown. Then the Lions could have kicked a field goal to go up 23-16 with a minute 10 left. Instead, Campbell didn't want to put the ball in Rodgers' hands. He trusted his own quarterback to put the game away, and Goff did. On top of that, there was a Ben Johnson hook and lateral play that was essential in getting Lions out of a pickle on that drive, and Campbell's decision to decline the Packers offsides were more examples of the Lions just out-coaching the Packers on every level. That's, I concur entirely. And Campbell is one of the great stories of the NFL right now. And the Lions, having won the division for the first time since it became a division. <laughs> since 1993. And, Le- and McDaniel is another great story. How funny is it that you've got two polar opposite coach, coaching styles and personalities as two of the best coaches this year? What Mike McDaniel's doing in Miami and what Campbell is doing in Detroit, a Detroit-Miami Super Bowl, sign me up. All right, a lot more stuff I could have gotten to, but I already see it's 30 minutes in, and this is all I have to contractually do to put a podcast down during this week of, quote, vacation. There will be a podcast tomorrow. We'll talk to Charge. There'll be a podcast on Friday for subscribers with Scott and Solly. So calm down, everybody. But let me tell you about my Delta conundrum. You ready? So, going to Minneapolis, and I'm flying Delta. I rarely fly Delta, mostly Southwest. Southwest back and forth between D.C. and Milwaukee. And then Southwest for leisure whenever possible. Maybe United or American to Arizona. I just don't fly Delta. I hear they're very nice. I hear they do a good job. 
But I'm going to Minneapolis and I'm on Delta. This is a key thing because I forgot this entirely. I'm browsing my Apple card statement or my online on my phone because I have an Apple credit card. It's a MasterCard. Apparently, Chase Bank wants to get out of that agreement, but whatever. This is not a financial podcast. And I'm scrolling through my phone, and I see a charge labeled Delta in-flight Wi-Fi, $707 and something, something cents. I immediately went, "Ah, what? How did this happen? Now, I've had a couple other cases where I've had fraud on my Apple card. And maybe that's because they, you know, you can do a lot of stuff with a virtual number because it's not printed on the card and they can Apple pay it electronically. And I don't know. It just seems like that card has been a touch more fraud susceptible. So I quickly disputed it on my app, on my phone. It then launched into a chat exchange with a chat bot from Apple And we start chatting back and forth. I know I'm talking to a computer here. AI is working this thing. But I explain. I go, "Uh, yeah, I don't know what this charge is. I don't even fly Delta. And uh, $700 for in-flight Wi-Fi. What the hell? Okay, are you sure about this, sir? Okay, if that's the case, we'll file a a fraud claim. And we will uh, go ahead and change your virtual number on your card. I'm like, all right, good. Got that settled. Get ready to figure out, all right, when's my flight to Minneapolis on Saturday? And I'm looked at, oh, oh, that's right. I am flying Delta. Wait a minute. Where's my receipt for this flight? Oh, $707 and da-da-da-da cents. Oh, God. So I'm not, fuck. Okay, it wasn't fraud, but I said it was. I was adamant it was fraud. First of all, why do they label it Wi-Fi, in-flight Wi-Fi? Ridiculous, whatever. So I then contact Apple again through their chat bot to go, ah, yeah, it's me again. Uh, Sorry about this, but it turns out it was me and this is my flight. So, you know, I just, you know, I want to let you know that, you know, maybe put that charge back on my, uh, you know, card. And do you know if Delta has canceled my flight? I'm typing all this in (laughs) or canceled my tickets. And the chat went back and forth, and they have finally said, well, you'll have to call Delta on that. I've not yet called Delta for one simple reason. I don't want to screw this up any further. If I call Delta and try to explain what happened, it could get it even more sideways. I've yet to receive an email notice going, uh, looks like you reported fraud on this, so therefore your flight is canceled. Maybe that's coming in the next couple of days. Don't know. I am not intending to steal $707 and something, something cents from the Delta Airlines Incorporated company. I am intending fully to pay for this flight, but I don't want to screw it up any further. So I don't really want to get bogged down into a conversation with somebody from Delta going, are you sure that I'm still on this flight? Because I called my credit card and I said I canceled it, but I don't know if they actually canceled. How does this work exactly? Is is Apple just going to eat the $700? I mean, in theory, could I get away with a free flight where they just go, I said it was fraud. They're going to know when I show up to the airport and present my ID that I'm getting on the plane. 
And if that's the case, they might be lying in wait to go, ah, it wasn't fraud after all. You are flying to Minneapolis. I don't know how this works. I don't know what's going to happen. Has anyone else ever had this situation? And any advice on what I should do? Because again, I am not a thief. I'm not going to steal a free flight from Delta. I made a mistake. I don't want to mess it up any further. And I'm afraid that anyone I talk to in any of their call centers or their chatbots or their AI agents, they're not going to fully understand what's happening here. And I just want to get up there and see charge. We shall see. All right, that's it for me today. Thanks so much for listening. Hope you had a great Christmas if you celebrated or holiday time off. If your employer was kind enough to give it to you, we are in the midst of a great run of football as week 17 is upon us with playoff scenarios popping off left and right. Thanks for listening. We will see you next time. Just because the NFL season is now firmly in the rearview mirror does not mean the betting season is over. Oh, no, 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 no. There is still plenty of opportunities to put a little something-something on the games. The NBA, college basketball, NHL, yes, golf. No matter what tickles your fancy, there is still plenty of action to whet your appetite. But just remember, where you bet is every bit as important, if not more so, than what you're betting on. That's why I tell my friends to go to mybookie.com. A-G. Oh, but my state just approved it. There's a big DraftKings fan duel, whatever. No, 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 no. Johnny come lately's. My bookie has been ahead of the game for years now. And why does that matter? Oh, I don't know. In a million ways. Better lines, better payouts, less rules. You name it. Plus, you get a bonus with me at mybookie.ag. Use promo code ZABE, Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo, and have your deposit matched halfway up to $1,000. Now, make sure you read the rules on payouts regarding bonus wagering. It does require certain levels of wagering to collect your money. But if you just want to bet straight up, you don't want the deposit, you want to make a one-time bet for a million dollars, win it, and then walk away, Fine, you can do that as well. That's a free cash bonus for making your deposit. Use promo code ZABE to claim the offer. Bet, win, and most importantly, get paid with my bookie today.